welcome back to part two of the podcast. Right now we're going to go ahead and take a look at the National League. Uh, first off, we're going to go ahead and take a look at the National League East. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to save our uh, favorite teams for last so, um, so we have plenty of time to talk about them. So we'll take the Braves and Dodgers towards the end. Uh, so right now we're going to start off with uh, last year's everybody's favorite team, the Washington Nationals. And they won 98 games last year, uh, most wins uh, in baseball last year. Joseph, what do you think, over 98 or under? Wow, 98. But they, yeah, they were really good last year. Uh, and and they, who have they lost besides Michael Morse? They haven't really lost anybody. Uh, Jason Worth hopefully can play for a full year, develop a full year of Harper. And then they've got these young guys who are good, like Ian Desmond uh, and uh, or what's his name, uh, Danny Espinosa or Steve Lombardozzi, these kind of guys, and they're pitching. But that's the real strength of this team is they're pitching. It is just really loaded. And, you know, we all know with baseball, that's what wins titles and championships is pitching. So I would say 98, that will be really tough. I mean, if I say over, that's Basically, them winning 100, it's hard to predict this team will win 100. So I'll say under, but only slightly, maybe 96 or 97. They should win the East. Again, they're just they're just really loaded. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sam, what do you think? Yeah, 98 is a hard number to top. The thing is, they'll get two players, two impact players playing a full year this year uh, with Bryce Harper and Steven Strasburg. Um as we all know, Strasburg was shut down after 159 so innings. So he'll be able to get roughly 40 more innings uh, this year. They have, The thing, Gio Gonzalez, he's been linked to uh, PED uh, use. I don't know if he'll get suspended or not. Um, I don't think he will. But, you know, who knows what's happening. It's always um, hard to predict with those kind of allegations going around. It could be nothing or it could be something there. Uh, they have uh, great pitching, like Joseph just mentioned. Uh, a lot of players on offense who are impact players who do really well, who will probably do really well. I'm going to go under, though, with, with the prediction, a lot like Joseph, just because predicting 100 wins is really tough. And I think that AL, uh, the NL East has gotten better as a division. So I'm going to go under with that with that team. Okay. Uh, sounds like you guys are just a bunch of cowards. Uh, it sounds like you guys like them, but you have to do a with 100 wins. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, uh, I'm rooting for the Nationals. I like Bryce Harper a lot. Uh, he's a, a good Mormon ball player and um, famous for uh, a great interview clown question. I guess the question is between Mike Trout and would Mike Trout be more popular if he, he was Mormon? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think he would be. <laughs> yeah, Mike Trout doesn't have a great quote, but uh, you know Bryce Harper, he does. <laughs> well, I think that uh, I think Mike Trout is already more popular than Bryce Harper. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought he was just saying would he be more popular than he is if he. We're a Mormon. Oh, I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, now, is uh, Bryce Harper going to wear face paint this year? Uh, time will tell, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the thing to remember about Bryce Harper too is it's going to be his twenty-one, twenty twenty-one year old season this year, which was Mike Trout's last season. So, uh-huh. uh, Mike Trout is a nineteen twenty year old in the major leagues was. I mean, he wasn't that great. So we'll kind of we'll see what kind of a jump Bryce Harper can make this year. Oh right. So you're expecting big things from Bryce this year? No, I'm just curious what's going to happen. I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised either way if he regresses or does better. Okay. Um, we're going to skip Atlanta. Uh, we're going to move on to the Philadelphia Phillies. Last year they won 81 games. Joseph, over 81 or under? Hmm. The, you know, the Phillies kind of a hard team to predict. Uh, so many 
question marks with uh, injuries, like uh, Chase Utley, Ryan Howard, can they stay healthy for a full season? I, I assume Howard will lose weight uh, every year on his Subway diet. Uh, so, <laughs> and uh, so I, I'm trying to think of their position. I guess they have Michael Young now, who moves from a hitter's ballpark to another even more friendly hitter's ballpark. Should do should do okay there, and then uh, what's his name? Wilson Valdez is a really highly touted prospect at shortstop, and the outfield kind of some question marks there, but uh, their pitching remains strong. Quickly, uh, like Sun mentioned earlier, Vance Morley, who's an ace now, well in name on the Twins, <laughs> um, you know was like the sixth or seventh best pitcher on the Phillies, so they definitely have good pitching. I think a real key will be. If Roy Halladay, you know, he had some arm problems last year. Is he done, or will he come back healthy and able to pitch 200 innings? If he can, if he can do that, I think then uh, they'll be over 81 games and they'll compete. But if not, then they'll lose. So I guess I'm hedging a bet there. I will bet on Roy Halladay coming back. He bet bet on the Mormon, the strong work ethic. He'll come back, and uh, I'll say over—not over by a lot, maybe 85 or something like that. But they—they're—they're they're competitive. They just—they—they they play hard, and they—and they have really good pitching, so they'll hang around. All right, uh, son. What do you think? I think they'll go under 81 wins, so I think they'll be under 500 this year. I think that they're a team that's long in the tooth. A lot of old players. And when there's a lot of right. old players, there's a lot there's a lot of injuries. Um, like like Joseph just said, um, Chase Utley, he he's I guess he's injured almost every year. It seems like now, Brian Howard, uh, he's only been injured that one year, right? But he's even before that he's been regressing with his strikeouts and his how he just cannot hit lefties. And uh, Michael Young actually had a you know, I owned him in fantasy last year, so I know he had a really bad year last year, and maybe he'll bounce back. Um, so that's their, that's basically their offense. Um, their pitching, like I said, is their strength. I I don't think Roy Halladay is going to get better, to be honest. Um, he is turning 36 or so. Oh, so wow. About that age where, yeah, it's about that age where your body breaks down unless you're Gary Bond, uh, superhuman. PED. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Or in that case, you uh, you uh, he'll win 30 games this year, but um, <laughs> so I think he's just breaking down as a as a player. I uh, he does work really hard. He has a great work ethic, but at some point, your body just can't keep up with the your mind and um, your uh, your your will. Um, so I think he's gonna have a not a bad year, but like an, a near close to average year this year, um, which hurts the Phillies' chances to uh, win a lot of games. Um, so I'm going to go under with them. All right. Yeah, so it's a t- it looks like it's team in flux because they have so many big-name players making so much money, but they're all getting older. And, um, yeah, uh, hopefully, I don't know. Do you think the Phillies should press the restart button and blow everything up? Yeah, it seems like, it seems like they sort of, Started to do that last year when they traded Hunter Pence, and uh, and they, I want to say they let somebody walk away, but I could be making Victorino. that up. But Victorino, yeah, Victorino. Yeah. So it seems like they're kind of already starting to do that, but only partially because you know Cole Hamels is Cole Hamels signed long term. I can't remember if he is or not. I think yeah, he is. Think, yeah. Okay, yeah. Right, so you know they have him, and then Howard and Utley are owed a bunch of money. So and, and then uh, quickly, uh, so it's like they've got these guys making all this money. So really, uh, I mean they they should press the reset button. They should get a bunch of uh, prospects and just try to start over. But it seems like if they were going to do that, they wouldn't have signed Hamels long term. They would have traded him too last year. So. They seem stubborn, like they're not going to do that. But I think they should. Yeah, I think I think they should. Um, I guess 
I guess they just like this playing 500 ball every year. It's, that's, and that's fine, I guess. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to the New York Mets. Uh, last year, they won 74 games. Joseph, what do you think? 74 or more? Or less? 74 seemed like an overachievement to me last year because they, they have, you know, they have David Wright and uh, Ike Davis at the corners and th- those are good players. But outside of that, they, they didn't really have a whole lot of big names. But their pitching seemed to be what kept them in it, especially with R.A. Dickey, and they have some young pitchers, too. I, I would say they're going to end up right around that same level, uh, maybe over by one or two, so 75 or 76. They just, they just don't have enough really good players beyond David Wright. They don't really have any, any names, and, and they did lose Dickey. So... Uh, Actually, I take it back. I think they'll be under by a couple. So let's say 72 or 73. Son, mm. what do you think? I think they'll be under. Uh, was it 74? Yeah, 74. I think they'll be under. They, they, I think they're feeling historically one of the worst outfields in uh, recent memory. The oh, really? Is, yeah. I think Lucas Duda is their best player in the outfield. And they have like Lucas Duda. Yeah. Then <laughs> oh, wow. then Marlon Bird and Colin Calgill. Or Marlon Bird. Yeah. God, he's close to it. <laughs> and that's the, that's their outfield. And it's pretty. It's pretty bad. Um. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, not, not the best response. Um, but, <laughs> so that's that's uh that's I mean combined games in the outfield for them is like I think it's under uh, like a hundred games or something. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just spitballing here, but I really I re- they really have no experience out there. Um, they do have David Wright and Ike Davis, but that's about it. They traded their best pitcher R. A. Dickey. Um, they have a bunch of bunch of guys that usually have. And then Mike Pelfrey Vane, Dylan G, uh, you know, John Neese, a bunch of these guys who but who's their ace? Is it Santana? I guess. Maybe. Yeah. Is he still around? And he's still around, but he's after that no hitter, uh, that fake no hitter. Um he hasn't been the same pitcher, so I think they'll be under. I think they'll be I don't think they'll be very good. Yeah, I guess it doesn't look good for the Mets. Um, even though they play in that big market, you just can't capture uh, any more guys like uh, Carlos Delgado and Sean Green. Are they moving the fences in? I don't know. Again? Because I know they already did it once. I don't I don't know that they're doing it. They did it last year or two years ago, so I don't think they're doing it again. Oh, you're right. Okay. So they, they already have moved in. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, we're going to talk about the Miami Marlins uh, fire sale team. Uh, Joseph, they won 69 games last year. What do you think? Over or under? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, I, I will first point out that Back to the Future 2, of course, predicted that they'll win the World Series in 2015. Or, no, I'm sorry, they'll make the World Series in 2015 against the Cubs, but they'll lose. Uh, so they're going to have to switch leagues at some point, <laughs> but uh, this team is it's pretty bad, and like you said, fire sale, you know, Reyes, uh, Josh Johnson, um, I mean, they, 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 they just tried to get rid of everybody they could, so they have the fourth center, Placido Polanco at, at third base, uh, he's like 38, 39 years old, and he has back problems, so that, that's not going to end well. <laughs> Uh, they have Logan Morrison will move back to first. I, I could see him improving, but really, uh, John Carlos Stanton is really the only good offensive player they have. Uh, pitching wise, they have young pitchers. I mean, they always do. Um, well, will they be good? So, you know, they're gonna they're gonna be learning. I, I don't know who their manager is. I want to say Mike Redmond who was actually a player for the Marlins like two years ago. So that's a little strange. Uh, 
Oh wow! I'll say they'll be they'll be under that for sure. They they are also in danger of losing a hundred games. In fact, I'll, I'll predict that they will. I think they'll win around sixty or sixty-one. So I think they'll lose a hundred games. Oh wow! Yeah, it's not really looking good for those guys. Um, at least they got a nice fish tank. Son, what do you think? What was it over under again? Actually, it doesn't matter. It's going to be under. The <laughs> They're they're a lot worse than they were at the beginning of last year, and they weren't that good. So they've got a bunch of guys around Giancarlo Stanton who are about replacing. I mean, they're starting Juan Pierre. That should say anything to you. Oh, uh, yeah, he's their he's their leadoff hitter. So <laughs> uh, I mean, this isn't 2003. Do they know that? It's 2013 now. <laughs> right. Not only is he on the roster starting, he's. I mean, if he was. If I had a guess, he would have been their seventh or eighth hitter. But he's no, he's their he's their leadoff hitter. Um, they've got you know so so pitching Ricky Nolasco, who is hit and miss. I think he at some I think he's overrated, but if that's even possible. Um, so I just think they're they're not a very good team. They don't really seem like they're committed to winning. So yeah, a hundred games is definitely a possibility, and even a, even a probability. So. Uh, I guess here's a big question. Um, is Mike Stanton and Jean, Jean Carlo Stanton the same person? Uh, yes. Wait, is that a serious <laughs> question? <No. laughs> I mean, that was just the most confusing name change of all time. Uh, you know, because I never see these players' faces. I just see, read their names. I see Mike Stanton. I think he's just this white bread person. And I'm like, how? Who's this Gene Carter guy? And why did he why did he change races? I, I didn't understand it was the same person for the longest time. I, this didn't make any sense. This happened over a year ago. Uh, yeah. I I am still confused. Uh, yeah. I think at the time he explained it, he always goes by Jim Carlos Stanton. That's what everybody in his life called him, so I guess that's why he changed it. Gene <laughs> uh, Carlo. I mean, yeah, so I don't want to train this one. Um, all right, let's move on. Uh, let's go into the NL Central. First off, we have the Cincinnati Reds, the big red machine. Won 97 games. Joseph, what do you think, over and under? Hmm. Now, 97 does seem like an overachievement, although Dusty Baker, one of the greatest managers of all time. Uh, <laughs> so you never know. Uh, but they, yeah, they do have, I mean, I guess when I think about their team, they they have, they do have good hitting and they do have good pitching. Uh, so 97 just kind of seems sort of high, though. So I would say slightly under, uh, but they do, you know, they do have a lot of really great players. Uh, Jay Bruce, Joey Votto, if he can stay healthy for a full year. Uh, Ludwig has been really good for them. Um, so, and, and then their pitching has been pretty solid. Uh, Matt Latos, Homer Bailey, with his no hitter against the only team that he ever pitches well against, the Pirates. So, <laughs> I, I would say, you, know, you can check the splits. That is definitely true. Uh, so, I will say slightly under maybe 94 or 93, but still a really good team and should compete for the Central. Are they going to make the playoffs? I Yeah, I think they will. They're pretty good, so I think they'll be back. All right, Son, what do you think? Was it 97 wins, you said? Uh-huh. I think they'll, I think they'll be a, a little under. I think they'll still make the playoffs, maybe 95 wins. Uh, they got Sin Su Chu. Uh, in center field right now, a lot of people say he's not a center fielder, so they're gonna have to find they're gonna have to work that out somehow with their their uh, their lineup. Uh, who is replacing Drew Stubbs? Who, like I said earlier, was a who's like a really good uh, Gold Glove caliber center fielder. Um, they have a great offense for the National League, and they have great pitching. I think that's their strength with Johnny Cueto, a Cy Young candidate last year. Uh, Matt Latos. Rose Chapman, I think he's going to be in the bullpen. Is that correct? He's going to be the closer? Yeah. Yeah. 
I think that's a I think that's a good move because I don't think he wanted to be a starter. I think he likes closing better. And he just lights out in that um in that role. So they're gonna be able to uh win a lot of close games when they're when they're leading. Um but yeah, I think they'll still win the division, but maybe win a a couple of games left than they did last year. Mm. That's true. Uh, you know, they did have a disappointing playoff exit going up uh, 2-0 with the last three games at home and still losing to the Giants. I guess the question is, um, why did they start doing that thing uh, in the playoff format where they played two games at home and then the last three uh, on on the road? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. I mean, like the bigger question for that is, why is the first series five games instead of seven games? I mean, it adds like three days to the calendar. I, I don't know why they can't just do that. But I think what I understood from it last year was there was some kind of scheduling uh, because of the, the opening games in Japan. That had something to do with that, and so they had to do it. They had to cut out an off day, basically, and that's how they ended up doing it. But I think they're not doing that again this year. Okay. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, I was just really confused, and I was also really confused how come they couldn't win a, a single game at home. Obviously, that's something they're, they're probably wondering as well. You know, that's a good <laughs> thing, though. That, that's a good question, though. Why don't they just make it seven games? I mean, the NBA, they, they used to do a best of five in the first round, but now it's best of seven. And it seems to work out really well for the NBA. I don't know why they used to do best of seven in the first round of the baseball playoffs. I mean, they'll make more money, the, the owners. And, I mean, when's the last time the owners have scoffed at a chance of making more money? So Right. <laughs> Already adding in that dumb one-game wildcard playoff thing, you know, between the two wildcards. I mean, that's already adding a day. So just, you know, I mean, they're not going to get rid of that now. But if you can add that in, why can't you just make a five-game series a seven-game series. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. To make it seven games, I think it's a good idea to make it seven games. And to answer your question, on any time an owner's turned down more money, racism is probably the only time. <laughs> uh, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, but let's go, let's go to move on to the uh, Milwaukee Brewers. Last year, they won 83 games. Joseph, what do you think, over or under? 83. I, I will say, hmm, I'll say slightly under. And the reason is because I think the MLB right now has a huge witch hunt out for Brian Braun. If you want to call it that, I don't know if you can really call it that. Because he did actually test positive for testosterone last year. But because of a technicality, got away from it. Uh, didn't get uh-huh. suspended for 50 games, which uh, it went to a it went to an arbiter, and they ruled two to one in favor of Braun, and so the suspension was overturned. I think, and I, I know MLB was very upset about that, and now that he's been linked to this biogenesis uh, firm or whatever you want to call it in South Florida, uh, now I mean they are they are definitely out to make him pay for that now. So I do think he'll get suspended for 50 games, and that's really going to hurt the Brewers' season. So they'll win, I would say, 78 or 79. Otherwise, they're pretty much the same team as last year. Didn't really make any major moves. I mean, I know they lost Grinky, but that, um, you know, that I, that won't be as significant as losing Braun for 50 games. Oh, wow. Yeah. Looks like the, the big, big witch hunt. Son, what do you think? I think they'll be under as well. I'm not so certain that Ryan Braun will get suspended. Um, it's possible um, that he will be, but I don't think I'm not, I don't think it's I don't know if it's likely or not. Um, I don't think I have enough proof uh, at this point. Um, and if he does stay in there the whole year, I still think that they'll go under a little bit. Just because I don't, Aramis Ramirez played really well last year for the first time in a long time. I don't think he'll, I don't think he'll do it again. Ricky Weeks got really hot towards the in the in the second half. You know, I don't know if that'll happen again. So 
So I just think that they'll – Carlos Gomez was really good at the end of last year, last year. So I think uh, – I don't think I don't think they can count on that again. So a lot of things they can't count on uh, might not happen. So I think that will – I'll go under with the, the Brewers. Okay. Yeah, so not too high on the Brewer crew. Um, I guess if there is a witch hunt for Ryan Braun, does Ryan Braun know it? And is he paranoid about it? And is he only ingesting food he grows out of his backyard now? <laughs> I think the answer to all three of those questions is yes, uh, only ingesting the food from his backyard. I, I do think he, he thinks, I mean, I, definitely he has, you know, an agent or agent's that would have their ear to the ground. So you would know about this kind of stuff. Maybe witch hunt is a little strong to say. Maybe I shouldn't call it that. But I, I, I know they're really upset that the suspension was overturned last year. Yeah. It just seems like they're going to want to make him pay, I, I think. And <laughs> vendetta. MLB vendetta. Yeah, it just strikes me as something Bud Selig and his henchmen would do. They just would do something like that and uh, strike out this vendetta. Even though, you know, I'm not saying whether it's right or wrong, but he is a very popular player. He certainly makes money for the league. And for him to be gone for 50 games, I don't think would help the league overall. But I don't think they think that far ahead. I I do think it's a vendetta at this point. (laughs) The henchmen. Let's go ahead to the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates. Last year, they won 79 games. Joseph, what do you think, over or under? Over or under. Well, you know, the Vegas adage is don't bet against a streak, and they, they have a streak of 20 consecutive years with a losing record. So <laughs> I won't bet against that. I'll say uh, I'll say under by, you know, a couple of games. They, they do, on paper, they don't look like a great team, but they do somehow – Seem to get wins. Uh, their pitching is not bad, and their hitting is okay, and their fan base is very lackluster. As uh, all the three of us, of course, went to a game there once uh, back in 2007 when they played the Rockies, and that was the most listless crowd I've ever seen in my life. And I've been to high school football games, so that's really saying something. So, you know, and that, that, you know, Andrew McCutcheon, really good player. Um, they don't really have a whole lot of other good players. They have these prospects that, like Starling Marte and Pedro Alvarez. I know Pedro Alvarez hit a bunch of home runs last year, but, but he's not quite, he hasn't quite been what they wanted him to be. Uh, so, I, I and Clint Hurdle, I don't think is a particularly good manager. I mean, he got run out of Colorado. Uh, you know, I think for a reason. So, and and really, who wants to manage in Pittsburgh? I mean, really nobody. So I will say, slightly under. Uh, uh, son, well, uh, Pittsburgh's taking a beating here. <laughs> oh, do we need to be reminded that Joseph has a vendetta against Pittsburgh for? Uh... <laughs> I think the Braves two years in the early 90s. <laughs> that's, just, uh, that's probably the most negative thing you said about a team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that. 79 was, seems like a lot, but I think they kind of trailed off towards the end of last season. They were in contention for a playoff spot until uh kind of fell apart. But you know, I'm gonna go over with the Pittsburgh part. I think this is the year they do it. They uh, they get over. Oh wow! Win 82 plus games. Um, like <laughs> I really like Andrew McCutcheon as a as a player. Um, I drafted him in fantasy this year as my number one guy. So hopefully, I'm right about that. Um, but but I also could see him being very wrong about it. Um, or having a year. Well, if he does, it's bigger as my season. Um, um, But yeah, I like starting Marte. You know, they got solid players like Neil Walker and Garrett Jones. You know, solid but not great, I guess. You know, their pitching's not bad. AJ Burnett and Wadi Rodriguez, um, James McDonald. 
And you know, I I think they're I think they'll be all right. I think they can do it. I think they can get the eight two. So I'm gonna say over. All right, I'm actually rooting for the uh, Pirates this year. Hopefully, uh, they'll win that eighty two games and throw a parade. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe even read the banner. Plus five hundred. That'd be great. That'd be good for him. All right, let's uh, move on to the Chicago Cubs. Last year, they won 61 games. Joseph, what do you think, over or under? 61. So they have to – I think they have to improve, right? I mean, 61, that means they lost at least 100 or 101. Um, They played all their games. Uh, uh, So, you know, they – really young team. Um, I think, uh, you know, they, they, they needed some time to get better. So I think they have, or they will, I should say, for this year. They have uh, a couple of pieces they could trade maybe uh, if they could get something for Soriano or Matt Garza. Then they could get some prospects in return, perhaps, if, if somebody's looking for pitching or some hitting. Uh, so they'll they'll improve a little. You know, I could see 65 or 66 wins. They're still at least a year or two away. They definitely have some good young pieces in place for, uh, you know, a couple of years from now. So over, but not by a whole lot. Okay. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Son, what do you think? 61 games? <laughs> wow. I'm going to go over, only because it's. I think it's hard to lose 100 games two years in a row. Um, Epstein is still the... I don't know if he's a GM exactly of his title, but he's still running the team. And I think they'll get better. Hopefully Anthony Rizzo will continue continue to uh, develop and be a good player. Um, and But then again, like you said, Joseph, they might just do a fire sale of what they have. Not much really, though, of uh, Soriano. And, actually, they don't really have much to trade either, so it's <laughs> kind, of, kind of weird. They, they have they, they have no they have no uh, assets basically. Um, I don't know. Can they win sixty two games? Sixty two games. I might go. I might go under. I think they'll lose the team. I'm going to say that they're going to lose hundred games again. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, these Cubs, you know, it's such a, a team that hasn't won a World Series in over a hundred years, um, and they still insist on playing games during the day, like. Uh, lights hasn't been invented yet. So, I don't know why they do that. Jobless it is weird. It, it's, Chicago. It's, just not a, it's not a good circumstance for, you know, that park sells out all the time, no matter how good or bad the Cubs are. It always sells out. And so, you know, the previous owner didn't really seem to care. Uh, and, and hopefully this new ownership and new management in place isn't going to fall into that same trap. I say hopefully for the Cubs fans. I mean, I don't really care about the Cubs either way, but, you know, hopefully for <laughs> them, uh, you know, 100 years is a long time to wait for your team, so hopefully they can turn it around. Oh, yeah, it's tough, it's tough, but, you know, it's a fun time. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to the NL West. We're almost down we didn't here. talk about the Cardinals. We didn't oh, talk the about the Cardinals. Oh, I forgot about the Cardinals. <laughs> Uh, I, I just skipped right over them. Uh, must be a special vendetta, I guess, I have against the Cardinals for the Dodgers losing them to them last past two seasons a few years ago in the playoffs. No, wait, the, the Dodgers beat them. No, it's the Phillies. <laughs> no, I just forgot. Uh, okay, let's go ahead and talk about the Cardinals. Uh, Joseph, they won 88 games last year, over or under? Hmm. I, I will say, I will say slightly over. They they always, you know, the tradition there in St. Louis, they, they seem to always have a good team every year uh, that, you know, if they can get, uh, if Holiday will stay healthy for a full year, Alan Craig, uh, they do have some other aging players like Raphael Fakal, who's, uh, you know, 50 now, and other uh, other guys, but, but their pitching is strong. Uh and Antonio La Russa is not the manager, which I think is a positive step. So, 
I will say uh, slightly over, maybe 90, 91 games. Oh, son, what do you think? I think they'll go over. I think they have a, I think they have a really good team. I think, uh, I think, is it for Kyle out for the year? Oh, he might be. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I think he is. I think he just, I think he's having Tommy John. Um, I think he is. But either way, I think they'll still do really well with their <laughs> mis, miscast, uh, parts, you know, and they have like guys like Pete Cox. Osma, you know, John Jay, who are these guys? They turn out to be really good. <laughs> they turn out to be really good players. And like Alan Craig is, you know, had a really good year last year. Um, yeah, Dan Molina, I think he stole over 10 bases last year, which is kind of insane. But where did that come from? <laughs> so, uh, he might, he's a really good offensive catcher. Yeah, so I think they have a really good offense, and they have, you know, like year in year out, they have really good pitching. I don't think any, I don't think this year will be different. So I think I'm gonna go over with them. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a good thing for St. Louis. Uh, let's see, anything going on there? But uh, no, they just there's a solid team, great offense, and uh, great ribs. You guys like St. Louis ribs? Yeah, yeah, I like them. <laughs> yeah, they're they're not bad. <laughs> I like them too. They're pretty good. <laughs> uh, I guess I guess won the World Series now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I go to a place and they say I have St. Louis ribs, I'll get them every time. <laughs> oh, I used to. I mean, we're talking about baseball here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was thrown off by the question. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, let's all right. Finally, let's go ahead and uh, move on to the NL West. Uh, first off, we're going to have uh, last year's World Series champions, San Francisco Giants, with 94 wins. Joseph, what do you think? Uh, over or under? 94. Uh, they they are basically the same team they were last year. Uh, they have a good manager, Bruce Bochy, uh, maybe the second best manager in the league behind Joe Madden. Gets always seems to get a lot from his players. Uh, Tim Lincecum should improve, I would think, because this is a walk year for him. I just really believe in that. That players seem to train better and and play better when they have a lot of money on the line. So I think and, and there was something about last year that he wasn't going to throw his slider or not throw it very much. And uh so I think he'll bring it back this year, become a three pitch pitcher again or four pitches, whatever he has. And so uh basically the same team they have Hunter Pence for a full year now also. So and and pitching is obviously their strength. So I would say uh you know maybe Slightly less because the Dodgers should be better and the Padres have to be at least a little better. So they might have a little bit more competition in the West, but I think they'll still win the division again. So I'd say maybe slightly less, maybe 91 or 92 wins, but basically the same as last year. Oh, wow. Yeah. I guess you got them for the division. Uh, Son, what do you think? I'm going to go over with this team because – of how of how good their pitching is. Um, Matt Kane is in his prime right now. Madison Bumgarner, you know, he's getting better every year, so he's better than he was last year when he won 16 games. I think uh, it's going to be good. Uh, almost close, uh, had close to 200 strikeouts. Um, this comes, I think, I don't know if they'll come back, but, you know, he's still a pretty good third starter. Um, you What's the Vogel song, I guess, and Zito? Are, are the rest of the rotation and they're not bad so and they're playing a really good pitcher's park uh, their offense is going to be serviceable Brandon Belt might get a full time job this year and you know that that's only help their offense so I'm going to go over with the with the Giants oh yeah it's um, you know Giants are really good two World Series in three years um, and only one player, uh, maybe one or two players who actually might make the all-star team, uh, on their offensive side, uh, Buster Posey. And 
Pablo Sandoval. So uh, what's what's with the Giants team? How come they keep winning World Series? Yeah, they, they. I think they're really built for. If you look at them, I think they're really built for the playoffs. You know, it, when when you get to the playoffs, you can be small ball, which they are, and you can get by with a three man rotation. And they've always had a pretty good bullpen. Uh, so they are really, they're not as much built for the regular season as they are for the playoffs. And uh, let's go ahead and move on then. Let's go ahead and move on to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, last year, they won 81 games. And, Joseph, what do you think, over or under? Hmm, 81 uh, seemed like, to me, kind of an overachievement. Uh, I, I've said that about a number of teams now. But Kirk Gibson does seem <laughs> like a pretty good manager, seems to get a lot out of them. They have, uh, well, but, you know, they did lose. Justin Upton replaced him essentially with Martin Prado. Uh, I would say that's downgrade. Um, they're pitching. Um, I, I don't know. I, you know, I'm going to be honest. I don't know a whole lot about this team. Um, but, you know, another one of those teams, I mean, who's their outfield? Gerardo Parra and uh, A.J. Ellis. Or, no, no, I mean, uh, not A.J. Ellis. But it's some guy with initials that plays out there. Um, uh, uh, J.D. Drew. Uh, J.D. Drew. I mean, Stephen Drew, but he's gone now, too. Uh, I will say under. I will say under. They they, they seem to have, if nothing else, just the Upton for Prado, that's a downgrade. And if nothing else, that's two or three games more that they lose rather than win. So I'll say under. Okay. Sean, what do you think? I think they're going to go under. I think they went young this year. Uh, they made a lot of questionable trades. They traded Trevor Bauer uh, to the Indians. Um, they're starting Adam Eaton in center field, I think, who I don't I don't think he's played before this year. I think he's a rookie. Uh, he's not the pitcher that was on the Padres or Rangers. Um, so... Um, they don't have really many guys that stand out on offense. They have Ian Kennedy as their ace. So I'm going to go under with their with their team. All right, yeah. Um, it's not a big year for Diamondbacks baseball. And um, you guys know who that that first baseman is? Peter Goldschmidt? Is that is that a real Paul? 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 <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just saw him in the fantasy draft, and he was just going so high, and I was like, "Is this? Who is this guy?" <laughs> yeah, I I actually got that. I actually drafted him and paid a lot for him, only because I was I was running out of first base options. And uh, he's not gonna be. I don't think he'll be bad, but he's not gonna be like a world beater or anything like that. So I just uh, I think above average, but nothing more than that. I think. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead and go to San Diego. Last year they won 76 games. Joseph, what do you think? Oh, 76. That's that's a lot more than I thought they won. <laughs> uh, so immediately, that's like with the Astros where I thought they won 40, and you told me they won 55, and I was really stunned by that. 76, I don't know how they win 76 with that offense, but – they are moving in the fences at Petco this year, which can only help. Uh, and they do have uh, guys like Yonder Alonso. He was like a really big prospect for the Reds, and so they ended up getting him. Uh, Chase Bedley had a really just incredible breakout season last year. I don't know if he can match that, but he is a really good player. Uh, went to school here or locally close to where I live, the University of Tennessee, I think, and, and they're pitching. I don't. I don't really know a whole lot of their pitchers. Uh, let's see, Edison Volquez, um, some really old guy, Aaron Harang. Uh, <laughs> he's on the Dodgers. He's on the Dodgers. Oh, he's on the Dodgers. Okay, yeah. So, so moving in the fences will actually hurt the pitchers, right? But it'll help the offense. So, I would say a little less, just because they 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 are kind of like they're not. Quite a Triple A offense, but they're close. 
they, they just they really just do not have very many good hitters. So I would say less than under seventy six. Uh, yeah, son, what do you think? Yeah, I'm gonna go under with this team. They every year though, I, I'm never impressed with their offense. They it doesn't seem like they ever have good offensive players or a good collection of them. <laughs> They're relying on Carlos Quinton being healthy for the, the whole year, and I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, their pitching is okay, but I guess in that park, what, were you saying that park you can get away with that? But I think with the defense moving in, they're going to get hurt by that. So with that in play, I think their pitching suffers, and they'll, they'll lose a few more games, especially with that bad offense. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's never looking good for San Diego. And what's with all these teams moving their fences in all of a sudden? Well, more offense equals more more people in the seats, I guess. Yes, I guess so. I guess they don't want to win championships. They want to put people in the seats. Uh, actually, I don't know. I mean, uh, I like it. I like moving defenses in. Um, I guess they're getting ready for a, a real big breakout year for uh, Cameron Maven, I guess. They really, they're really hoping it's going to help them. <laughs> one, one, uh, one of these years, one of these years, he's finally going to hit 10 home runs. That's, that's what they're banking on. Um, all right, let's go ahead and go to the Colorado Rockies. Last year, Joseph, they won 64 games. What do you think, over or under? I will say over uh, just because they were really hurt by injuries last year uh, to Lewitsky being the main guy. Uh, this is the last year, finally, for Todd Helton's contract. So maybe finally they will stop playing him as much as they do. Uh, it seems like they just used to do that out of guilt or something, but maybe now they'll actually play more productive players. Like, I mean, they have this guy, Tyler Colvin, who was stuck with the Cubs, and then he goes and plays part-time at the Rockies, and he hits like 18 home runs. I mean, he's a pretty good player, and he's stuck behind, you know, a dinosaur in Todd Hilton, and it just doesn't really make sense. They need to play these younger players. So I think they'll improve. The whiskey, if he can be healthy for a whole year, uh, that alone will improve them. I, I still don't see them as a contender just because they're relying on guys like Dexter Fowler, who, you know, is basically like a poor man's Cameron Maven, which which is pretty bad if you think about it. Um, <laughs> so, and uh, Will and Rosario, I think, was their main home run guy last year. I mean, that that does not seem likely to repeat. But if they have to lose you for a whole year, then they'll improve. But So they'll be over, but I don't see them contending. Uh, all right, Tom, what do you think? What was their win total last year? 64. Oh, boy. Um, I think they'll be under. I think they'll go under that. Um, they really? could lose 100 games. Yeah, because uh, their pitching is – well, the pitching is never that great, so – this is a tough one. I would say – actually, I haven't seen it over. I forgot about Tula Whiskey. was out for most of the year. Uh, Carlos Gonzalez, he kind of had like a little down year. I think he'll be better this year. Uh, I think Todd Helton, yeah. <laughs> if he can stay healthy, you know, that would be the worst thing, actually, for the for the Rockies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. So the older he gets, the, the more chance of him uh, being injured for an extended period of time goes up. So that's always better for them. Yeah, I'm going to go a little bit over. Not, nothing great, but a little bit over for the Rockies. <laughs> yeah, these Rockies. Um, well, I guess there's so much uh, focus on Todd Hunt. Uh, I guess here's two questions about him. One, uh, maybe did the Rockies purposely make him get a DUI this year to, to maybe try to run him out of town? <laughs> I, think, I think they did. I think they planted. I think they found his car and planted an open beer bottle inside of it, and he thought it was like a Coke or something. And, uh, I mean, yeah, they want to they wanna be out from under that contract in any way they can. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, that was uh, big news, I guess, for Rocky fans. And I guess the, the next question is, is Todd Houghton the only player in the league sporting a uh, goatee this, this day and age? Uh, is it, it's like a sign of defiance. For a modern style. <laughs> well, he might be the only white player. I mean, a lot of Latin players have a good team, like Albert Bujos and stuff like that. 
Uh, that's true. That's true. But I guess he's just more pronounced. It's just uh, it's like a kind of a Homer Simpson goatee, just a big <laughs> circle. <laughs> yeah. So uh, good old Tottenham. All right. I guess this is uh, this part we've all been waiting for. We're gonna go ahead and uh, talk about our favorite teams. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, go to Atlanta. The Atlanta Braves last year. Uh, made it to one of the playoff uh, rounds and winning their wild card uh, playoff game. And they won 94 games. Joseph, what do you think about the this year's Atlanta's Braves team? Well, I won't I won't talk about that wild card playoff game since in uh, before in the in the pre production meeting I was uh, discouraged by son to be talking about that game. But needless <laughs> to say, if a fly ball is 340 feet away from the infield. It should not be called an infield fly rule. That was just their fault. <laughs> so that's all I'll say about that. Uh, they, I think the Braves have improved. Uh, like I mentioned before, the Upton deal, they got Justin Upton uh, from the Diamondbacks basically for free. I mean, Martin Prado is – I mean, Martin Prado is not a bad player, but Upton is younger and has a significantly higher ceiling – and uh, but before that, they got his brother BJ Upton from Tampa Bay. I guess they they signed him actually to a five year deal. That was more money than I would have wanted them to give him. But if they had it in their plans the whole time that they were going to get Justin Upton too, then it kind of makes sense because I think uh, the two brothers there, I think they will really help each other play well. Uh, so between those two and Jason Hayward. Uh, you could definitely make the argument that that's the best outfield, not just nationally, but perhaps in all of baseball. Um, I thought you were going to so say the, the, is... black, the black outfield. <laughs> <laughs> well, that 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 is true. Um, and then across the infield, you know, Freddie Freeman, uh, young, good first baseman. Dan Ugla has definitely been declining, but he – he did still hit 19 home runs last year, which is not typical for where he is, but he did reach base as well. Even though his average is really bad, but he draws a lot of walks. Their shortstop, Andrelton Simmons, is supposed to be this really good prospect. Uh, this will surprise Sun, but actually I think Super Jones finally retiring. I think that's actually a good thing because really his best years are far behind him. And so they're going to platoon – Juan Francisco and uh, whoever that guy is they got from the Diamondbacks. I can't think of his name right now. But they're going to platoon those guys. It can't be any worse than Chipper Jones was last year. Uh, McCann at catcher, that concerns me. He definitely seems to be declining. And the fact that the Braves have not extended him tells me that they don't really think uh, that he's going to get much better. So they'll let him walk after this year, but maybe he'll have a good year. He's going to start on the disabled list, but he might have a good year. Um, their pitching is definitely very solid um, and should only improve, really, if Julio Zoran, uh actually, you know, can can get promoted above AAA and pitch well. And Tommy Hansen was really not that good, so they'll have uh, Brandon Beachy back from Tommy John surgery. Uh, Mike Miner should only get better. Tim Hudson is uh, is old but effective for for what he does. He just throws sinkers, and and you can you can get away with that in the National League. And their bullpen obviously is very good with Kimbrel and Ventures and other guys. So I will predict for them uh, 110 wins and <laughs> <laughs> a. World Series victory. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that's uh, you're starting starting to get me to believe in that. Um, yeah, they do have a really good lineup. Uh, who who is Freddie Gonzalez though as a manager? Yeah, he's he, you know I do wish they had a little bit of a better manager than him. You know he was in uh, with the Marlins. And, uh, of course, he kind of had that dispute with Hanley Ramirez when Hanley was uh, running after a puff fly or something and then kicked it accidentally, and then he just sort of jogged to get it. And Freddie Gonzalez got really mad at him, 
and benched him for a game, but then had to put him back out there. Basically, there was a feud between them, and Hanley ended up winning that. And Freddie Gonzalez uh, left after that year. So that tells me, you know, he did not really have support of ownership there and probably didn't really have all the players behind him there either. So that's the only concern I have is does he really get the players behind him? Will they really play hard for him? Uh, they did win 94 games last year, so he's not a great manager, but he's not terrible either. So they, they would they would definitely improve from with a better manager, but that's, you know, they're kind of stuck with what they have. So he won't, you know, maybe he won't win 110 games, maybe 105 is a little more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, yeah, yeah. Not, you're not too, you know, you're pretty high on them, you know, it's, Pretty objective <laughs> point of view. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you're not worried about the pitching for uh, the Braves this year? No, I think I think their pitching will be pretty good. I, I'm trying to think of everybody. They have uh, Hudson, Beachy, Miner, Tehran, and uh, oh, uh, Chris Medlin, who was really great last year. I don't think he'll he'll repeat that, but he, I mean, he is actually a pretty good pitcher. These are none of those guys, except for Hudson, are really big names that people really have ever heard of. But they are all effective, and that will, you know, that plays in the National League. You can you can kind of get away with that. And their bullpen, really, you know, if their starters can just get through six innings, their bullpen showed last year that they can take it over. And uh, fortunately, Freddie Gonzalez learned from his mistake two years ago when he overworked the bullpen and they threw like a thousand innings and, and they were just dead tired in September and that's when they faded. Last year if you learned from that mistake, actually metered their use and they they weren't tired going into October. They what they need to do is stay out of that wild card scenario and just you know, if they can win the division then uh I really do think they have a decent shot at getting to the World Series. I mean Washington I think is a favorite the National League, but if if they can, you know, if they can win the division and then avoid Washington in the first round and then get to the NLCS where it's a best of seven and they play somebody like San Francisco, for example, who they match up well against, then they could, they could definitely, they could definitely get there. Oh, wow. So, okay. So it's pretty high hopes. You know, uh, yeah, I guess people in Atlanta will be happy to hear that and uh, people who love TBS 10 years ago will... We'll be also happy to hear that too. <laughs> so, well, what do you think, son? What was your win total? I know I ask that every time. Ninety. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you, know, you got to be more engaged. <laughs> <laughs> I forget. Uh, I think it was ninety-four. You know what? I'm gonna go over. I think their team has gotten better. Their outfield is gonna be really fun. At least for the clubs in Atlanta. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I think they would do really well. I, I do like their shortstop uh, their prospect. Um, Freddie Freeman is in his third year, I think. So I think he's just getting better. Um, and I do like their pitching. They're, they have really good pitching. They have really good bullpen. I think they'll rival the Nationals for the, the division. Uh, but I don't think they'll get there. But I do think they'll improve on their record, though. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I mean, it's Atlanta's a really uh, popular um, city for clubbing uh, and and rappers. So I think this outfield trio will will bring back the uh, the uh, entourage, the bling bling entourage that we saw earlier in the decade, uh, hanging out with Ti, Ludacris, and maybe JD out in that. <laughs> Um, maybe. <laughs> I'd like to see that. Because you're often brothers, uh, you know, in a clubbing controversy. Probably something Joseph doesn't want to see. <laughs> uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, I used to really hate the Braves a lot since they used to win all the time. But now uh, with this fun outfield, I think I'm going to start rooting them for him this year. Just just because of the uh, all-black outfield? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I've ever seen that in my lifetime. <laughs> uh, I just 
I wish this was uh, 10 years ago. They'd, they'd wear so much jewelry hanging out there. Now they just wear those rope <laughs> necklaces. <laughs> no, different eras. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and talk about uh, everybody's favorite um, $500 billion uh, payroll team, the LA Dodgers. Uh, Joseph, they won 86 games last year over or under. 86. Wow, I didn't. I did not realize they had won that many. Uh, this is a this is an interesting team. You know, I mean, they won 86. That was not having Matt Kemp for a whole year. Easier, not being as good uh, as as he has been in the past. But then they did get Hanley Ramirez and uh, Adrian Gonzalez and Carl Crawford. I mean, they have so many stars on this team. If they can get the production, I mean, this is this is obvious. This is about saying, but if they can get the all-star production out of the all-stars that they have, I mean, they really will. They really could win over 100 games just because they have these just really great players. But the, the you know the real question is, Carl Crawford has he has he just gotten lazy? Adrian Gonzalez, you know, was he maybe? Uh, juicing in the past, and now he's not. Or, I mean, what happened in Boston? Why was he not able to hit in a hitter's park, but he could hit in a pitcher's park? It's kind of, it's kind of strange. Haley Ramirez, is he, you know, is he going to play mentally for a full season, or will he be lazy? If they, if they can really play hard for Don Mattingly, uh, and they're pitching, I guess it's, it doesn't seem terrible. I mean, Zach Greinke's good, and I don't really know who else they have except Derek Harink, but. And Ted Lilly, I guess. So, <laughs> oh, oh, oh that's Kershaw. Oh, Kershaw. Right. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard he's good. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that, I mean, really, if they can, if they make it to the playoffs, they would be a very dangerous team, right? With a righty-lefty combination like Grinky and Kershaw, nobody would want to face them in the playoffs. Like, the, really, the tough thing will be getting there, getting the production out of their stars. So, my final prediction, I will say that the over, I I mean, they've got to be over uh, 84, you said, right? 84? 86. 80. Oh, 86. Well, still, I would say over 86. But I don't know, in the end, I don't know that they will, you know, play fully to their potential and <clears throat> beat the Giants. I would say the Giants still win that division by a couple of games, you know, one or two games. And so they could get the wild card, though. That's definitely possible if they win 90 games or so. Uh, so that that would be my prediction for them. All right, Sean, what do you think? This is a tough one for me. 86 sounds about right to me for the win total of this team. I can see him winning 85 or 87 games. Uh, other than Kershaw and Metcamp, who they – they have a lot of big ifs on this team. Can Adrian Gonzalez find his um, his bat this year? Andre um, Ethier, can he do something more than what he's been doing the last 10 years? Or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> will uh, Carl, Carl Crawford be healthy? Will he play hard? Will Henry Ramirez lose 60 pounds? You know, there's a lot of big ifs. On this team, <laughs> can Josh Beckett, uh, you know, stay healthy and fit? Uh, you know, that's a really big if. Um, so, a lot of things have to break right, I think, for the Dodgers to win the division, and I don't think it will. And a lot of things seems more likely likely to go wrong, and which would result in them losing more than eighty six games or winning winning less than eighty six games. And I could. See that Hanley Ramirez, I think, is out for two months um, with a nice. surgery on his thumb. So, and they're for some reason they signed Brandon League to like a three-year, twenty twenty-two million dollar contract to be their closer when they have Kenley Jansen. So I don't know what's going on there. Sometimes they just like to throw money around with, a, with all the deep pockets they have now with their new owners. Um, I don't think they'll win the division, like I said, and they'll probably win around in the eight, high eighties. But uh, if I had to say over under, I'd say slightly, slightly under. I would say. 
slightly under. Hmm. I mean, I guess they have a lot of big names and they're spending a lot of money, but I guess it's not really translating into confidence within the fan base. Uh, you know, we're big Dodger fans and, um, you know, we're happy that they're spending all this money, but it feels like we're spending money for players who are, are past their prime, players who uh, are cast offs and are just a big salary dump. Uh, you know, we have players who are famous for chicken and beer, you know, chick, uh, you know, players with a suspected PED use, um, Carl Crawford, uh, a guy who's uh, definitely on the downside of his career. So it's definitely a, a fun big year for the Dodgers because of all the big names, but um, it's hard to see him translate to wins. And then you have Zach Greinke coming here with all this money. And, you know, he's talking about elbow discomfort all spring. And everyone's just thinking, is this guy going to get Tommy John this year? So uh, a lot of question marks for the Dodgers, but it's going to be a really fun Dodger season. And uh, I'll be definitely going to a few Dodger games this year and really hope uh, um, we break, we'll be first team to ever spend $300 million on salary next season. All right. Uh, last question, guys. Just give me one word answers. Um, who's your World Series champ, Joseph? I'll say the Nationals. All right. The Nationals are Joseph's son. Grace. Oh, the Grace. Oh, the race. I'm going to say Angels. Yeah. Okay, then. All right. When it gets to the end of the year, we'll be, we're all wrong. It'll be the Royals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I can't wait till we're all wrong. Um, all right. I think that's our podcast. Thanks uh, for the Marathon Podcast, guys. Joseph, have a good one, son. Uh, you got anything to plug, son? No, uh, I'm good. <laughs> uh, Joseph, you have anything to plug? Uh, nothing. Can't think of anything. But I am looking at a plug right now. So. Uh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Grown. Uh. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> all right, uh. <laughs> all right, thanks for listening, everybody, and I guess we'll see y'all later. Okay.